Ooh, on this week's Spoopsy episode of Homo Superior. Professor Xavier says, hey guys, it could be any of us. Scott says... It couldn't be Jean. <laughs> no and Jean's like, well, I have a no, dark past. No, no, no. She said, it could be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's homo superior. Ooh, so spooky. I'm scared. I'm scared. But welcome to homo superior, where we too want Kevin to tell us when the X-Men are coming. Issue 256, I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Britt Wingate. This week, congratulations, little homos. You don't have to hear us talk about a happy hour in New York because it happened. We're gonna Adam start. and Kalen are here to talk <laughs> about it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, ghoul times keep rolling with this week's spoopsy activity. She-Hulk has a meta finale and the X-Men might have meta their match with Nimrod of the future. Then we have a scotch of news and a... Fuck ton of comics, <laughs> plus some plugs. I married an axe murderer style comics. Let's just get into some housekeeping. <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, we released our creator crush with Jarrett Melendez, uh, writer and co-creator of Chef's Kiss. He's delightful. We had a great time talking to him. Check tits. it out. It's awesome. It's great. And then next week, we're going to have our special spooky extra issue of Werewolf by Night. Oh. You know, you can overdo things, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing, Brent? <laughs> All right. So that's on our housekeeping. And uh, as Brent mentioned, uh, Adam and I went to New York Comic Con this past weekend. It was my first time going. Your second time. Second Matt. time, yes. It is a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's is. right. Ryan and I went like we five went, or six, six yeah. years ago. We you were Han Solo time. and you were what? Um, the, uh, Naked Princess Leia. No, you were yeah. Joy from fucking uh, Stranger Things. Oh, I was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, well, as, I, well. Yeah, I dressed as Joy. As you did at the time because and then everyone I, loved Stranger And then I would things. always stand next to Doctor Strange and we said, oh, Doctor Stranger Things. And we thought it was really <laughs> clever. <Yeah. laughs> well, you just sucked all the joy from my sentence. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but it was my first really, really big con. I went to San Diego last year, which was... The smaller version of San Diego. So this was epic. The con, yeah. It was nuts. It was fun. The cosplay, phenomenal. Check out our Instagram for some really cool stuff, including a phenomenal juggernaut. God, that juggernaut was so good. Juggernaut was great. There was an amazing apocalypse. Like the Marvel were cosplay those people was people or those statues? No people. People. Oh it was yeah. The dude, I like they. Uh, fuck. It's like H M M U two. Like he has a very weird name on Instagram, but. He took a photo at the end of the con with him out of it, and it's insane. Like, I mean, the amount of and work he's even bigger that people. Put, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he like it was literally filled him to the gill. Like his eyes were coming out of the suit because he was so big. I, I will say, Adam, your cosplay works out really well. You were a nature girl, yeah. and people liked it once they figured out who it was. Uh, <laughs> you put po- you only poked out like three eyes this time. With I your know. Antlers. Oh my god, the Good. amount of people I hit on the escalators by keep turning without realizing I had antlers on—they weren't even that big. Good addition of the legs. Yes, yeah. oh, I'm glad I you had to keep converting. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Steve Orlando, we're at the Artist Alley, and he's like, oh, you've evolved this costume yeah. since FlameCon. And we're like, yeah, yeah. but but yeah, I'm just it's just going to keep going until she keeps going. i got to break off my antlers. i got to paint my face red. Yeah. Um, so uh, we went to a couple of panels. Uh, the Marvel Voices panel, where friend of the podcast, Steve, Podca- uh, Steve Orlando, was on. Steve Podcast. Steve Podcast. Steve podcast. Uh, as well as Marvel's Next Big Thing panel, which we'll talk a little bit about what we heard there, which is some really cool stuff. It was really great being there. But the big thing, as Brent mentioned, we had our happy hour with five other podcasts, Ooh. Power of X-Men, the X-Wife podcast, House of X, Comic Book Queers, and the X-Reads podcast. Uh, we had a 
gay old time. It was great. We were competing with another event. It was the <laughs> Saved, the oh, Saved yes. Daredevil event. Yeah, apologies what? if you were part of the Save Daredevil what campaign is, event. So apparently this these, were, story? these were people. It was Hell's Kitchen, so it makes sense, right? These are people yeah. who, are like, while Daredevil wasn't saved, they were the ones, I guess, leading the charge around networks and petitioning and, like, driving to get this back and so apparently at a previous one because we were at the same it was on the yotel bar Mm -hmm. on the roof and apparently charlie cox had previously shown up to one of their years when they did it sadly he was not there um but there was a whole feisty fight out because they had kind of taken over the bar yeah and like a good way they had like reserved it we were just like oh we'll fucking show up and take over depending on how many people come yeah but like i do have a save daredevil Squishy, yeah, the knuckle, knuckle squishy, thing. like a brick. We some, I think one of us stole a, a bag from, <laughs> took some stuff out. They were that. like much nicer versions of Snyder Bros because they were like, we we like we did, we this. did this, we got we brought this back. It's like you didn't, it, but it wasn't you're like nice. The She Hulk conference. That no, we'll talk about later. no, 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 thank no, God, I was no. Just picturing people trying to like religiously convert. Yeah, <laughs> I get the feeling of like a like a theater group that had just put on a play that, and is now at a diner, and they're like, "Oh my god, that was the most amazing! We just did <laughs> such a good job." They didn't know the industry didn't know what hit it. It was like a really cute idea and plan, but I it was definitely one of those like, "Oh, like I mean, we run a fucking podcast about X Men," but I was still like, "Wow, that's fantastic!" <laughs> I was like, "Y'all yeah, we are can't, we can't nerds. high road them." Yeah, yeah. Exactly. we're not a higher status. Figure. No, we no. were. Sitting on the fucking roof like screaming about our like complaining about the 12 and complaining about all the fucking like even destruction like we were going through all the list of what the best and worst like it was such a good was. happy so we hour definitely nerded out with a bunch of uh the other podcasts who as well were as all the podcasts that were there i just went through the <laughs> literally <laughs> went through the list. what <laughs> just someone's not paying attention x and then random string of words <laughs> yeah. Yeah. every x podcast yeah. but ever. it was our first time that we got to meet uh ex-wives podcast they're so lovely so i think yeah. everybody we had everybody else in person oh and uh and then with power of x-men as well we got both um, uh scott and uh, yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, we also had some other special guests, including Luciano Vecchio, uh, Rod Rice, uh, Matteo Scalera, Matteo Lolly, and one of our early creator crushes, uh, David Buher. It was really great seeing a lot of creators who, who showed up. Uh, also want to do a, a quick shout out to some of our friends that we've made uh, from both FlameCon, <laughs> made along the way from FlameCon and, um, and, from, and from New York Comic Con, Anya and, and Remy. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, but our biggest special guest, he's a little flat in the personality, but Hugh Jackman did show up. Or rather, a cutout of Hugh Jackman. Yeah, he almost blew away multiple times. <laughs> it was a really bad idea he to was, be on a roof at like He's taken so many outside. great, complex, three-dimensional roles. He thought, why not a two-dimensional Dude. one? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you bring it home with you? You brought him home with you. I brought him home with me? I you said you wanted to bring you him home. That's what I thought, but I don't remember packing him. I did not pack him in the face. <laughs> then we left him at the hotel, I guess. No, I'm Aww. so sad because I really just wanted to desperately sit around in my house to scare my dog. Um, <laughs> but great, do- great dog owner there. Well, he needs to learn dad. who he is. I know. Who, Hugh or the dog? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will give a extreme shout out to X-Wives and uh, House of X and then X-Reads because you had Chandler, Dylan... Uh, and then ex, uh, ex-wives, they did Age of Apocalypse cosplay. It was fucking Very fantastic. Good. Yeah, Gambit, Cyclops, Rogue, Magneto. Cool, yeah. So fucking cool. They, I could definitely tell if they were like, because they even found the apocalypse while they were getting ready for the Marvel um, costume contest. And they could, they were definitely like, what the fuck? We wanted to win. And like, they were, it was really cute. They did a great job. Took a bunch of great photos. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was it like at some of the panels? 
So um, the uh, the Marvel Voices one, uh, it was really great because it was a lot of diverse creators. Um, Steve talked about the Scarlet Witch series that's coming up, and they're definitely like leaning to the fact that she's Romani, which is great. Uh, uh, Danny Lore, who was uh, the writer, uh, their pronouns are they, them, there, uh, co- uh, wrote uh, New Mutants issue a couple of issues ago. Mm-hmm. They're also writing the uh, Blade's Daughter series, a miniseries Bloodline. that's coming. Bloodline, yeah. And they had a really sweet moment of uh, they just kind of broke down a little bit and saying how important Blade was to the relationship they had with their dad. And just it was just like this really emotional, like, like real moment uh, that I just really appreciate. I mean, overall, it was fun panel because, again, we got the next big thing, which was like obviously the big crossover events. And we'll go through all those comics. But I think voice is obviously the emotional center of like, wow, that was such a cool experience because you got to see such a broad, diverse set of talent and like them speaking about how, you know, you could you could just see the excitement. And that's what I really appreciate is like it's so well-earned, but it's also still earning, like in the sense that like they saw, you know, surprise panels on screen or like they were kind of revealing certain things and they like, they, you could just tell that they're still having that moment of like, holy shit, I'm really doing this. And I thought that was just such a beautiful uh, experience because it was just such a, you know, whether it was Scarlet Witch or we got Bishop or there's just like a multitude of characters. Yeah. Um, so there was a whole Silver Server Blacklight, I think that's evolving out of, it was just like fascinating to watch people talk about the stories, talk about the comics and explain like how their own experiences are blending into the stories that they're telling. It's clearly like their fan. They were fans when they were younger and they are get, getting to see themselves yes. in these comics. So like uh, Adam mentioned Bishop, Bishop War College is announced. It's by Jay Holtham who joined uh, remotely and uh, it Tell shows me about this fucking school. I'm so excited. I'm for so. This one. It's yeah. a college. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's an accredited university. It's for profit, but yes. don't worry. It's, it's one of the one of the legit ones. No, uh, it's great. It's Bishop, kind of like coming out of like an image of the original five. Yeah. But they're all African American. Yeah. It's great. It's really cool looking. I don't really care about the cast at all, though. So we it's got Armor Surge, Surge Cam Long, and Aura Charles are two characters that Vita created. One was in the her Age of X Men, their, their Age of X Men series. Yeah, and one was um in the most recent Children of the new Atom, New Mutants, or New Mutants. Yeah, and um, and then a new character called Amass. Yeah, I, honey, I'm a mass too. I don't care about new characters, <laughs> yeah. especially if it's new characters where you have two that have actually done anything and two have been in maybe three issues, four issues, and then one is new. Didn't Amass appear in the Steve Orlando? Marauders. Not I'm looking. I'm looking. Reading. It says this is a new character. Oh. Yeah. Not well, mine, I mean, it, it was one of the three time displaced people hmm. that was named. Oh, Amass. from the from Threshold. Yeah. Oh. Oh, good. Maybe the well, character has the ability to absor- absorb people, which and, uh, makes sense because Bishop is well, on the Marauders and is is also um, time displaced well, himself. I don't remember something. Woo! Not a million new characters. Yeah. Well, you know who's not new, X-23, but what is old Aww. is her going back to that code name. <laughs> I'm really hoping it's just she, a flashback kind of a thing. can get a better name? Well, I think for next I year, know. are you kidding me? You've got to have X-2023. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, true. Yeah, that's, that's pretty clever. good. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna be making that. Uh, Betsy Braddock is also, it was announced that she's going to be getting her own series, Captain Britain, written by Teeny Howard. Uh, we know Love if Saturnine's on it, I'll Captain. kill myself. Is not in it or, or is in it? Is not in it. I'll kill myself. Wait, <laughs> wait. Is I'm, ju- I'm just no. It's not in it. Do you, you want her to be? I want her to be in. Too many double negatives. <laughs> it's. I I'm don't tell me w- about not using double negatives. It's the weirdest suicide note I've ever read. There's so many double wait, negatives. I will not 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 <laughs> okay. read no. Saturnine. The dynamic. Uh, I'm excited to see her with her brother a little yeah. bit more too. Yeah. I I always love that dynamic. Yeah. 
Ro- she and Rogue. I mean, she and and Rachel and yeah, in other world. brother on there. Is that all the cover? Yes, kissing. Yeah. They're just like kissing. Oh, <laughs> the love story. Three of them story. are kissing. Yeah, mm, I kiss all of them. K I S S. Rogue and Gambit are getting another miniseries by Stephanie Phillips. You know what I'm thinking. What are you? What you thinking? With this series coming out. Do you think when they introduce Rogan Gambit into the MCU, because we are an MCU podcast too, sorry. Um, do you think it'll be a romantic do you do you think it'll be a romantic comedy with them? Oh I mean that's that be mis- fun. Oh, it's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Well, yeah. right, when they terrible do Mr. Brad Pitt. Their yeah, movie is gonna sad. be Mr. and Mrs. X, right? Like Mr. that's obviously X. such an easy title. Yeah, like, joke and But play. don't you think that could work? I love it. It could work. Because they keep getting series together. Yeah. I am glad about this miniseries because I was like the last one was whatever, but uh but I do I am interested to see what happens with Gambit because he got, he died in Otherworld and see like mm-hmm. what happens, you know, what happens next. Hopefully he doesn't turn into yeah. death again. We got more information about Dark Web, which is... This uh, is at the next big thing panel. So it actually was a very, just kind of like setting the stage for the panel. It was actually really cool because I was, you know, it was like... San Diego gets all the fucking like movie news and Mar- MCU Celeste. stuff. And so it was like, hey, we got in, which was amazing. We just sort of like, well, let's go check it out. Who knows? And yeah. like got a perfect seat. It was really cool to see. It was uh, Zeb Wells and Jed McKay were up there. Um, you had, I'm trying to, there was two. CG Jablonski was up there. Um, there was like another uh, associate producer. Nick Lowe was, was yeah. uh, he was the Spider-Man editor. He was moderating it. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, Jerry Duggan was also up there as well. Yes. And then there was a, a female Jerry? producer that was on it. Jerry was there? Yeah. Wow. Female protozoan was a no, a, a pretty I don't like uh, an editor, but I don't know. I don't. She like I don't know. What, she's an associate editor. I think I don't remember her name, yeah. unfortunately. But uh, wow, of course we don't remember the woman's name. Well, I, she, it's no, not, I don't it's, either. I'm making fun well of myself. Well, as known as C.J. Jablonski. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So then they we got really like they had you know the little kind of previews. They did a whole fucking. We posted on our Instagram like. They they were like, well, you know, the MCU gets to do their roadmap, so we're revealing our. It was like, yeah, it just was a real cute. cute. They were like, they could tell, like, don't ask us any fucking questions about the Marvel shows. Like, we have no contact over yeah. there. <laughs> but overall, it was a, it was a cool panel, and I yeah. love what they did with it. So we got like uh, some more information about Dark Web, which is the spiritual successor to Inferno, which everybody lost their fucking mind. A lot of Inferno fans there. Uh, and then we got more about Sins of Sinister. It is, as we anticipated, an Age of Apocalypse style alternate timeline kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Three different timelines where Sinister has like shaped the world in his image. And so three books, uh, X-Men Red, Immortal X-Men, and uh, Legion of X. Immortal X-Men. Immortal. Immortal is becoming Immortal. Uh, Legion of X is becoming Nightcrawlers. And uh, X-Men Red is becoming Storm and the Brotherhood. All written by the like the existing writers for those three books. That's great. So uh, fun. And then uh, all, uh, they're all going to be drawn by the same three artists, uh, Paco Medina, Pat Zercher, and Alessandro Vitti. Uh, and they're each going to draw issues one, two, and three of there, those miniseries. It's such a cool oh, idea. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. fun. Uh, and I'm then... Ex- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Clark. Oh, I would say I'm ex- I'm ex- I didn't realize I was going to be excited for Dark Web as I am. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The trailer. It looks really good. It looks that, really good. Back when that mailbox attacked someone. <laughs> you know, I, like, I, didn't I, like, know I like how, how weirdly much. iconic that is for this... This this re- not reboot that they're doing, but the sequel that they're doing is that fucking mailbox. <laughs> Nothing else matters except for that mailbox that eats people. I mean, it's a big time to be a mailbox in yeah. Marvel Comics. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then finally, this is when everybody gasped and lost their goddamn minds and got upset. Is they've announced a preview for Fall of X 
That's all we got. It's Boo. summer of 2023 coinciding with the third Hellfire Gala. Don't pay attention to the timeline anymore. None of it matters. <laughs> I yeah. lost my fucking mind. I was trying to the Power of X guys at the You're happy like, hour. Yeah, because that's what you... I, thankfully, it was like so great to mind well with someone. We're like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, how is what this if happening? What if it's just that... Uh, Krakoa has deciduous trees and <laughs> it becomes autumnal and everyone goes apple picking oh and they, 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 they have some their pumpkins. own calendar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they start a new book, Basic Bitches. You got like, you yeah. get like Wolverine carving a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, oh. Feels weird for something to be Fall of X when it's not like they're doing great. It's obviously Krakoa's Things are constantly going, going wrong it, and it's I not know. like they're ascending it, much. Yeah, Jerry Duggan was basically just like, he's like, well, they've just been doing so well. Surely that, like, you know, something had to happen. We're like, and to your point, it's like, no, that's not. You're they're like, shut up, like you pessimist. <laughs> yeah, like, their fucking Mars planet exploded. Krakoa's under attack. They're, like, yeah, they're being judged constantly. <laughs> Krakoa has bags under its eyes and it's like bloodshot. It's like, guys, I'm doing fine. Everything's going great. <laughs> they're it's just doing lines yeah. like, like they're resurrecting ocean. at this crazy rate, and they're like, they're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, they hadn't died as much in their entire lives until right. this one span of five years, <laughs> yeah. and that was the best five years of their yeah. lives. Oh my God. I, I will say one last thing. Uh, Rod Rice is maybe one of the nicest people I've ever talked to. A uh, phenomenal artist, artist on New Mutants. So and fun. both Adam and I found our own niche way of talking to him. He's Brazilian. So I started talking about Brazilian politics, and he went off. It was great. And you started uh, talking to him about we were just talking inclusion. About, yeah, we were talking about diversity and inclusion, and it was just like a very, and like empathy. It was a very like fun conversation. Like, Why are you f- looking at me? Like, yeah, I don't know empathy, what those things are. Empathy, Brent. And I was like, what a fucking cool. Well, you were going to be empath at one uh, point, but you aren't. Cool, dude. Yeah, he'll, we definitely are going to have him on for, as a creator crush at some point. Um, so You hear that, Rod? You're yeah. coming on. Friend of the pod, Rod Rice. Yeah. All right. All right. That was our recap fun. for New York Comic Con. Are you guys ready to get spoopsy? Yeah. Always. Ooh. All right. This game is called Don't Be a Scaredy Cast. This is me, Don't Wake Daddy. <laughs> okay. It's called Don't Be a Scaredy Cast, okay. the horror movie recasting game. Ooh. So I hope, I hope it's simple. Okay. But I know I've probably overcomplicated it. I'm going to read a line. Pick a 1986 actress to reply. <laughs> <laughs> From early to. Yeah, we'll cont- we'll I'm going to pick. I'm going to read one a one-line pitch for a movie, a famous horror movie. Okay. And I want to see if you guys can guess the movie first, mm-hmm. and then I want you to recast the characters using uh, can we, X-Men uh, Adam, Mutants. Can ha- Adam be handicapped? He knows this shit way too well. Oh, be interesting. Let, I want let, let him thrive. thrive. Yeah. Let yeah. him thrive. Okay, fair, fair. fair so right. you, don't have to reca- you don't have to recast the individual characters. You could just put some team in the same kind of scenario. Got it. Recast is a broad term. All right. So okay. like... Nightcrawler could be well, the poltergeist lady. You could name that specifically. It could be the word from Trevor. Or, or, or if you're like, you oh, this sounds Zelda like... Rubenstein? Is that the actress? The yeah, actress I don't know. That's a great idea. Nightcrawler he's, should he's be that actress. All right, I'm going to start out All with right. an easy one. Let's go. In this family, these siblings are always at each other's throats as one man tries to reconnect with his sister after not having seen her for decades. This is the easy one. That's the easy <laughs> one. Yeah, What? <laughs> what? Say it. Wait. In this family, Sibling? these siblings are always at each other's throats as one man tries to reconnect with his sister oh. after not having seen her for decades. Who so slits throats a lot? Huh? Uh, <laughs> answer, answer the my girl question. with the dragon tattoo? Wait, the Annie and these are horror. <laughs> give us the, yeah. the answer. Right, this, one's, like, this one's Halloween. Oh. oh. All right, so who would you cast? How would you oh, recast see, this? Oh, see, it's confusing because he's no longer... 
They're not um, related in the new timeline. What? Yeah. Wait, in the original movie though, that no, can, yeah, they, that didn't right. show up until the second Just movie. The first yeah, yeah. Movie. But the it, remake it, has removed everything Brett, but the first movie. Oh. Therefore, they're Brett, not the siblings. Halloween timeline is weirdly as complicated. <laughs> what is wrong as with you? Why don't you know the nine hundred <laughs> fucked up like, movies? I just like. What is the it the fuck? sins of sinister Halloween timeline? <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. It's yes. a Brent con. Uh, it is really you funny. recast, recast Halloween. Okay. Uh, okay, so Michael Myers could be Juggernaut. I feel like he's I like that slow walk. Makes sense. That's Michael Myers, bitch. Looming. Yeah. Um. And then who would? Who I think Kate. Who, who has actually... the most trauma? Oh, Mo- trauma. Moira. Moira McTaggart is Jamie Lee Curtis's character. She I just keeps coming back in different timelines to take um, on I Michael. Like, what's I love it, what's yeah. the name of the doctor who has like mushrooms on his head, growing on his head? Oh, Doctor Nemesis. Doctor Nemesis. Nemesis. I think the, he'd be a good Doctor Loomis. Yes. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> That's perfect. That would be yeah. very fun. And I know that character's name because I. Googled it. Uh, Ryan, who's, at, who's Kim? Um, Kyle, Richards. Kyle Richards. Yeah, thank Excuse you me. for asking. Um, I guess it would be one of these new obscure people from the new Bishop series that no one knows That's, about. But surprisingly <laughs> survives things. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, in this sequel, Mike Myers tries to prove blood is thicker than water by drawing it out of his sister. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, Halloween H2O. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, see, it was only for a pun. Uh, I get it. A family goes up a mountain for their work from home vacation trip at a hotel that doesn't know how to capitalize on winter travel. Shinning. The shinning. And where they find their quiet residence. Do you want to get sued? Do you want to get sued, boy? I actually watched Doctor. Started watching Doctor Sleep. I stopped halfway through, but I need to finish it. Which is you, the did you fall asleep? To the no. no, I just. I don't just like it. I enjoyed it. It was like a we- It wasn't a horror movie. It was like just a not movie. enough kids. Dex. But Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Cute. Am I right? Uh, yeah. I want. I want to cast Dexter. Yep. The the Red Lantern cat as the elevator from that movie. Oh, I love that. Perfect. Uh, I who's love the, which mutant is the character getting the giving the blowjob as the bear in the hotel room? Uh, the, the, the blob? The, wait, who Ursa, is the, the bear Ursa is Major. giving the blowjob. Yeah, that's what I just said. Ursa and Major. Oh. So who oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, who Ursa is Major. that? Yeah. <laughs> it's Ursa Major. He's that's just Ursa a bear. Major. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think North Star and Aurora would have fun as those fucked up children. The Grady twins. Oh, oh yeah, right. that's really good. And they Ghost, glows every Ghost time they Ghost Rider is yeah. actually the child because he rides around on the bike and the. <laughs> 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 uh, who, I think so I think Dick Holleran is is Jean Grey. Dick Holleran, uh, The Shining. Oh. Yeah, totally. Uh, I feel like Forge for some reason is the guy who hears The Shining to come save him, but he yeah, gets killed. That's, well. that's Dick Holleran. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Dick Holleran. Okay. Poor yeah. Forge. Who yeah. plays uh, Shelley Duvall? Um, is Shelly Duvall busy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Who no. plays the long ash Celine. on Shelly Duvall's cigarette? Let's do Celine. Yeah. Celine as Shelly Duvall's yeah. That's good. And Havoc is the one that goes crazy. Jack, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Don't mind if Don't I do. Don't mind if I do. All right, this one's a little bit tough. <laughs> That's all we know is the Simpsons yeah. episode. Yeah. In this classic <laughs> movie, and, and wait to the end before yeah. you jump in with an answer. Okay. In this classic movie, a new neighbor moves into town and creates mayhem for a shark that's just trying to get by. Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> mm. A shark, shark girl. Girl, obviously. They came to his house and bothered him. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Uh, wow. <clears throat> so I could actually see. Nimbies. Yeah. I could see Dr. Doctor Nemesis being the lead guy to ch- the Quint? scientist. Yeah. Or, or who's the Martin fuck? Brody. But the bigger question is, who's the mayor that constantly lets people oh. go back into the lobby? Uh, Professor X. Amity, yeah. Amity means friendship. <laughs> Um, Who plays the shark in Jaws three? It, where it it's um, to Brent's theory about how the, the Jaws was is he called Jaws the Jaws <laughs> the Jaws 
What He's also the, a James Bond villain. I, I think Nimrod is Jaws then, because Brett what? thinks that guy is redeemable too. Apparently, you think Nimrod's redeemable? I don't know why these <laughs> accusations are being leveled at me. Yeah, <laughs> left and like, right. I mean, it sounds like something Brent would say, but I don't remember it. Uh, tagging along with her friend's journey to get a PhD, one woman tries to keep the D she already has in a creepy village of human sacrifice cultists. The village? No. no. What is this one? Is it? Uh, oh, wait, is it Midsummer. 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 Oh fuck! I love that movie. I almost so, said Wicker Man though. Yeah. Floor. <laughs> well. Uh, All yeah. right. Ga- who's the gas mask sister? It's M played at the beginning. <laughs> oh. Oh wow. Oh, I love them. That's really good. <laughs> um, the people that jump off the cliff and kill themselves are basically any of the mutants at this point because they're just murdering themselves <laughs> left f- and right. It's Fenris. Because it's like a married couple, but they're Fenris's brother uh, and sister. I, I, I feel like the whole group is like any of the those cults that are just obsessed with the X Men, and that they like oh, have like or some the Order of X or what? Yeah. Is it, what oh. she, also, her turn is so crazy but good, so it could even be Moira. Well, like I was her, I was actually going to say uh, Jean and Scott are perfect because Scott's such a dickhole at least at the beginning of his life, and like he's sleeping with Maddie and doing all this such. So Jean's like, "What the fuck?" And then she's like, yeah. "Wait, I'm Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I'm gonna cool. burn you yeah. in a bear costume. I'm Dark Phoenix now, baby." <laughs> so, do all of these have bears in them? Is that is that <laughs> that's the correlation? The, yeah, between that's them? the oh, cool. bears or sharks, which are the bears of the sea. <laughs> this next movie starring a bear. All right, last one. A group of friends get a new dog and a lot more than they bargained for. Cujo. The thing. And this, <laughs> God damn it, what did I just say about waiting to the end? Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it's the thing. Oh, I thought it was Scooby-Doo. Cool. I think the new mutants would be good in this. Yeah. Yeah. I, like that. I agree with that. I agree with that. Or X Club. X Club would actually be really X good. That's so Doctor Nemesis again. Doctor Nemesis no is really like making a lot of cameos in these like uh, these recasts. Well, that was the end of the spoopsy game. I hope you're spooked. Brent, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's why it smells so bad. MC U Next TV is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. Let's get down with She-Hulk episode nine, the finale, and X-Men animated <laughs> series season one, episode 11. She-Hulk episode nine finale. We get a very fourth wall breaking finale with the meeting of Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, and the return of Daredevil and Bruce. We also get an introduction to Hulk's son, Scar. What? what? Uh, I, I'm going to leave this off by saying good for fucking Marvel yep. for being like, we recognize how stupid our third acts are. Uh, but what did you guys think? It's definitely a, uh, a situation where we're like, we recognize we're ridiculous, but we're still going to be ridiculous. Oh, of course. Uh, because once we got into like the the battle thing in that little lodge, and I was like, this is going off the rails. And they uh, immediately when it went off the rails, I was like, oh, okay, perfect. perfect. Uh, I Then I immediately loved the episode. When Titania... Uh, just smash through. I was like, <laughs> yes, for no reason. Yes. <laughs> and then like Bruce shows yeah. up. Yeah. I was like, what? It made, I loved so fucking it's, hard. Okay, so this is a rewatchable show for me. I want to watch it again. I, this is something just as a good comedy series, I would yeah, yeah, just for sure. enjoy. I I lo- I love this finale. It's um it, surprising no one. A lot of people online are saying, wow. This was so dumb. This was too fourth. And you're like, you, have you not read the comments? The at, yeah. at this point, just stop commenting on things yeah. because you just don't like it. Yeah. You just don't like it. So yeah. shut up. Just shut up till Black Adam comes out because um, that'll make you happy. The, the intro of this, of doing the Whoa. old school. Uh, Amazing. Hulk, Amazing. Almost like a shot for shot remake of yeah. it. So fucking cool. Very so fun. good. Yeah. Clark, what do you think? 
I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the highest possible praise. No, that wasn't actually. I didn't really like it. Yeah. You didn't watch. Well, I did like not. I did it. not like it. I. I you thought it should be the man. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, here's one of my problems, and it's I made the poor choice of putting uh, subtitles on. Yeah. And the subtitles told Spelled us that it was K. Yeah. E dot V dot I dot M. Oh, so that's spoiled. And so I was yeah. like, well, it's going to be some uh, sort of robot so, or machine or yeah. algorithm. Yeah, or you some knew sort it was an thing. acronym for something. I mean, yeah, then. I will. <laughs> it's not, but that's the reason. It's what you saying? Yeah, no, keep on. I I would have liked to have also kind of known what really happened, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, but it's during the day. But it was like, so clearly stuff. Some of that happened, and then some of it didn't happen. But what did and what didn't? Wow. Uh, yeah. I want to kind of understand. But here's what really happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. not. I didn't want to do that. Just. I'm joking. It yeah. just I don't know. I would I could I could see the perspective that like it certainly doesn't offer the series closure. Like it doesn't it kind of wraps things up. Well, not really. La- it's more I think the show's always been more like obviously very heavy-handed thematic versus like there's an overarching plot line that really sees the characters like finish their journey besides her, right? Like no other character really has any arc in the overall, but Go ahead. Th- oh. th- <sighs> what? I can't think of her name. I thought you were going to start crying. For <laughs> What's her best friend's name? Oh, 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 oh I love oh, her. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, we her. get it. Yeah, yeah. Her. best friend. Best friend. Gonzaga, is that her real last character's? I mean, real person's yeah. name. Anyways, I just uh, she just seemed there forever. She. I kept thinking she was going to be something or anything, and it was just Ginger oh, you're just Gonzaga. Some, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You know what though? Maybe just real friends just stick around. Even, and have, even have when you move nothing really exciting, and say one time that they might not be straight. And oh, that's really yeah. the only characterization you get this character. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like you're dealing. I you you call her out, but I'm like, what is it? Pug exactly. And then the other lawyer. But then we were also complaining about the episodes where they had storylines. So it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. No, we don't. We no no one complained about Pug ever. He's beautiful. Well, yeah. Of yeah. Course. Why would anyone? There was a throw- <laughs> there was a throwaway line. He's like, yeah, he's here. He's great. He- and also, he's, he's high. Yeah. I like. And one of the guys said, yeah, I'd smash him. Yeah. Through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh in, in the beginning, too, like there was a newscast. Uh, one of the lines that I loved was just when he was like dogging on like She Hulk, and he's like, "Yeah, I, b- I blame I blame her grandmother." Right, no I did. Reason. I did. Yes, yeah. I blame her grandmother. So, it was so weird. Yeah. Uh, I also yeah. finally noticed, like when they when they had the symbol of uh, the Hulk King, it looked like Pepe the Frog, uh, which is a symbol yeah. for a lot of like you know incels and like oh, uh, shit, four chan, eight chan assholes. Um, I will say, like thinking about all the Marvel Disney Plus series, only a handful have had uh, finales that have stuck the landing for me. This is one of them. Yeah. Loki stuck the landing for me because it was so weird and setting up like some really cool shit with the multiverse. Uh, and Hawkeye, because all the others, even the shows, and I liked them. Like the finales have been a little Miss Marvel, a show I love. The finale was not the best. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight clearly the finale wasn't great. Clearly, WandaVision like they they yeah they COVID, lost the opportunity. Time. Yeah, the episode. So and you, th- you think this is like a Carrie Strug moment where it like almost breaks its own leg and falls down and finally manages to stick the landing? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> <Where it's> like, <laughs> good job, we're, we're proud of you, but also you almost yeah. screwed everything up. So, question for you guys: So, we're introduced to Scar, uh, Hulk's son. Uh, are they going to uh, repl- replace the Hulkling character with this character? Uh, do you, could, my, could happen. I uh, was worried about that, number I'm, one. Number I'm two. I'm mostly concerned about Do you something. think the CGI was so bad in that part because of the joke they talked about earlier or because they don't know who the actor is going to be so they just randomly they had kept some it smudge? So, this is some random smudge person. Column there. A, column B. He, he looks like a pig bottom <laughs> on Paint Your Body Night at 
the fucking meat rack. Like That's a he, very specific reference, well, Ryan. Here it is. Because <laughs> We're gonna he, was so ge- he was so generically, and he had like a gay haircut. It was like, what the fuck is this? That was a gay haircut? It was a very Gen Z haircut. Yeah, they need to. I'm going to do a side by side. I will be so fucking upset if it's not Hulkling. So, just if. Did Scar come through World War Hulk? Is that like. uh, They were basically like, that happened and we are not going to talk about it, basically. I mean, he's still. He's been on in like Savage Avengers and he's been in other shit, so. So So there's. Yeah, obviously he'll be playing some sort of like young Avenger role, but they could just be champions. They sh- could just be going down that path instead of I, I just the think young like, Avengers. I mean, Hulkling obviously is a hybrid of Kree and Skrull, and mm-hmm. I want that character. Yeah. So I just I think it'll confuse the audiences way too much if, if we they have too many. Green how people. soon yeah. before Mufasa joins the <laughs> What? It better be Mufasa. Scar, you dumb bitch. Um. Wait, yeah, I'm still slightly like I don't see. They're just saying like, but the other thing that is kind of weird is that they're definitely like I love them using Phase Four to introduce the next echelon of heroes, especially everybody's kids. But you also are just introducing the next echelon of heroes. Why do you need so many more phases? Characters? Seven to ten. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. They're just seeding that already. It's crazy. I yeah. may have been really sick this weekend, so I just started making a list of all the MCU New characters. Children? And oh. their children. There's so many characters that they they literally can't keep track of all this shit. Now. I'm just At imagining you're the guy from the Dark. Comics. You're the guy from Dark, like doing like the family tree. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and I was like, yeah, I was like on Nyquil, and I was like, what did I already write, Miss Marvel? Yeah. It was. Um. Uh. How did you guys feel about the fourth wall breaking of it all? <laughs> I was very happy. That's what it should be. It, that yeah. was the Great. best part of it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Was that? Then I you love can be her true kick- to your character and do a bad thing as well. I love I her don't kicking. Like it. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. I, I the problem. It's the problem I always have with meta stuff, which is that eventually it consumes itself. It's the Looney Tunes Daffy mm-hmm. Duck meets God, and either God destroys them or you destroy God. Yeah. And it's in this case. Wait, Brent, you're being erased right now. Very hot. Who's Brent? <laughs> they, they took the pen, it's a pencil just like erasing Brent. <laughs> like, there was never a Brent Wingate ever all. So, oh so she shows up and she starts questioning Kevin. Yeah. She's like, Kevin, you're doing dog shit. Stop ruining my story. Cool. Great. Is Kevin going to try and improve? Is Hulk actually smashing anything? Or are they just coming up with a cute ending for a finale? That undoes all the stuff that's happened prior in the season. I I don't think I, I think what do it you just mean by undoing. Yeah, I don't think it undoes did it's anything. Still established. None of it mattered. None of it had stakes because she was able to ultimately come in and just rewrite the story, regardless of what the characters themselves would have wanted or would have done. Mm-hmm. Once you start getting meta, once you say I'm a character that's aware that I'm in a story, uh, I see what you're saying. The, the story eats itself Season because two, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. you can't believe anything of it. There's no stakes. Matters because it doesn't matter for any of them. Right. I can always go to Kevin it, theoretically, but do- and, and also in a bigger sense, Kevin isn't fixing the rest of the MCU's problems from this. It is not. It is not suddenly becoming more aware that it should be telling stories that have compelling third acts. See, I the only reason why I really enjoyed it is because the entire show has been kind of a somewhat middle finger both to MCU television as well as the movies, where it's like I've you know they've there was one amazing fight with Daredevil, there were some like fun stupid fights with the like it didn't follow the typical Marvel mold even on the television side and even Wandavision where there had to be like 
action or high stakes or some sort of mystery. It just was. And I think I appreciate that, of course, they would do it in this show to say, well, we don't need a fucking last one episode giant climactic ending. Because I do think that actually hurt Miss Marvel a lot. The school episode was just like it just felt very silly totally agree with you and overblown the, ten- the tennis so. ball attack so i do <laughs> brent i do agree with you and like it's it's not a trick you can go back to uh and like this opens up pandora's box what? for a show like this uh but it is so ingrained in she hulk as a character in the comics that you can do this yeah. once and if you do it again you got to do it in a different way yeah. i mean that's that's what kevin said in the, the episode yeah. that this is the one time again. this is happening right yeah right it, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with all that. It's just that if I'm supposed to believe this character is someone who actually is critical of Marvel in some way, I can't have the, like, I think of, like, celebrities when they go on TV shows and they play a slightly worse version of themselves mm. where they're making fun of themselves, but none of it is really critical. None of it is actually Yeah, it's all, like, wink, wink, wink. wink like, wink. oh, yeah. Marvel, you're not really giving women choices. Like, hey, Marvel, Give it's kind choices. of shitty yeah. that you remove agency from people. That's a very fair point. Yeah. And this is, like, a polite way of, like, ribbing Marvel, which I know they don't want to, like, tear themselves down, <laughs> yeah, but they've set up the problem by having the She-Hulk in the TV show. Um, so again, kind of to your point, um, when they had Emil like come and talk to the, you know, shitty, like intelligentsia group, I really thought they were going to redeem the episode from two episodes ago, the, the group therapy one Mm -hmm. that you had some very valid criticism of Brent. They were like, Oh, he was setting her up along this entire time. And, but then they kind of like took the rug away from us and then they broke the fourth wall. I enjoyed the fourth wall breaking, but in some ways I kind of wish they had been like, it had been a, a, a way of gaslighting her uh, from two episodes ago it would have redeemed the episode for me. I did like uh, Emil's Emil voice in Abomination's body. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounded very corny. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, wait, please stop. We don't have to no, fight. Don't Come worry. on, no. don't worry. Jin. I'm just doing it for yeah. profit. No, yeah. it's fine. Uh, yeah, I was. I, d- I do love when a speaker comes on, having no idea who they're speaking to. Try to let it's basically yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The, the ADR is wild sometimes yeah. in these shows uh, well, oh no, but I, no, meant, no he I, meant, I meant a speaker coming into like talk at a concert all their stuff having was like no idea who the goals. fuck they're talking to oh, and it's yeah. just yeah. were you glad they didn't kill the son in this episode <laughs> oh my gosh well it's, they're oh go ahead i i just want to say what to your point uh i i think now that the fourth wall is broken they've established that and i think we can break it again it's okay i don't think that is a, a only one time thing I mean, now that deadpool's coming in yeah, i think exactly. i think we are fine and this is just the world we live in this is the standard rather than just the outlier that, that's definitely the most extreme fault fourth wall breaking that any um they they ruined uh, avengers assembled that <laughs> shitty <laughs> making no. i'm the only one who watches those i did <laughs> like when that that Writer said that he would kill her to protect Kevin. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> like, was that's fucking aggressive. That was so weird. I, if I was being a real asshole, I would do the analysis to identify because that was a very diverse writers' room, which was great. And I appreciate them having that representative. Like, is the writer is that like they're obviously probably not the actual writers, but I'm like, is the writers' room of She Hulk actually that diverse? Like, I'm sure it is. I don't, I don't know. know, but can't wait wait to read that article of like Something who all of those down. people. It's are. a reductress. So like, were they post. talking about? when she broke in were they talking about how the episode ends yeah yeah but they had already written it because she was in it girl anyways i know don't do why this. did i just get sucked into <laughs> myself yeah, two quick things before we move on one great seeing matt uh, murdoch again yes, I was uh, gonna, his mind smi- was going right off of that 
This smile's so beautiful. I don't know how I'll feel about Daredevil trying to talk to anybody else on that show. The chemistry is so We're, good. It's too perfect. Yeah. Karen, Karen, go away. Yeah. Yeah, Karen should not. Her come joke back. about uh, okay. yeah, I smashed uh, gender norms, uh, buildings, yes. and Matt Murdoch. Uh, it was that. really cute. And then we got in the the stinger after the credits. We got uh, Emil going off with Wong, Wong. so he's going to be in wherever Wong is next. Do you know so. what was upsetting that? I just wanted what? Madison in the background to say yeah. Wongers, and that would be like, wh- know, who's that Wongers or anything no. like that? Like or, it would. We got to watch Peaky head. Blinders. Wongers. They could have easily filmed that after fucking two months ago, where it was suddenly. Yeah. So fucking huge. Yeah. She's one line. Just have her one line if on screen. If Agatha done. can get a spinoff, why can't she? Madison. We need a Madison spinoff. Uh, let's talk X-Men animated series. Season one, episode 11. Days of Future Past, part one. Vision from the year 2020, 2055. Travels to the past to stop a terrible future from coming to Rookie. Me. You guys, what a cliffhanger. Am I right? I'll never know what happens. How will I know if Bishop's on screen if I don't hear Western music? I get so confused. They really had a lot of honky-tonk harmonicas going (laughs) strong. (laughs) Um, It is the music of the future. If you drank every time he said old man, you'd be dead by minute three. (laughs) That's actually what got me sick. Um, Not rookie? So right off the bat, Something we need to stop doing in TV shows. This was the it's 90s. Watching it's a different. Them. Yeah. Uh, don't name a year. We don't need oh back to the future God. syndrome anymore. Don't put a year on a grave. Don't do. I don't do that stuff. Just say in the near distant future, it's a catch all. We're good. Jubilee died in 2010. Yeah, she died like 15 before the Avengers outlived Jubilee. See, that's the only Everybody one I like. Yeah, that's I the one I enjoyed. Storm was, was 2021. He did read the the newspaper and said it's 19. Pause because <laughs> yeah. he didn't want us to know what <laughs> year the TV show yeah. came exactly. out. Do you like that they uh, only put one year on the tombstones? It just says. It wasn't just didn't have a birth. It wasn't like loved, loved queen of us all. No, twenty twenty one. That's all you need to know. Yeah, well, but these are like a concentration camp. They're just showing where these corpses died, and isn't that kind of like a check and a hooray for the people killing them? And also, the corpses are basically stacked on each other. They are. Yeah, the fact that they got graves is actually a pretty bold move. Well, it's a it's a lesson to all those going to. Die. Uh, do you guys want to try communicating by shooting oh. lasers back and forth into each other's eyes? <laughs> oh, I, like, I actually like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, how futuristic. Yeah. Aren't there fucking he, robots connected to a main server? They didn't need he, to send he No, because they're flying around and they haven't invented Wi-Fi he, yet. He held a hotel room key up. Yeah. A laser went. <laughs> Were you triggered, Ryan, by that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, just scan it, baby. Yeah. Just scan it. <laughs> I did stupid. love that, like there was the like the anti heel turn for Bishop so quickly because he's he's like <laughs> yeah. he's a hound like because like they're yeah. doing what like what Rachel uh, Summers was in the original comic yeah and he's like I want to take you in it's like no they just they're going after the rebels ro- the old man. Uh, and then immediately the Sentinels turn on. I'm like, you dumb bitch. Of course it's they're going to turn on It's a 22-minute episode. Yeah, that's true. What did you guys think about using Nimrod instead of Ahab? Uh, I like that. Sexier. I mean, this whole Sexier thing is version. shoving Age of Apocalypse stuff together with. Yeah. 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 With it I just did. love the design of Nimrod. Yeah, so that's cool. he's, yeah, it's menacing. It's cool. I think Ahab would have looked really weird, I think, in this kind of thing, where Nimrod is so, as a kid, I remember being like, Holy shit, that thing is powerful. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's pink. 
because it just like stands there. and it is like the weirdest fun it's like a pink and white color scheme like the fact you think that it would be, be like yeah cute begrizzled robot man yeah not a lot of movement for nimrod mostly a floating mm. cell yeah that doesn't have that actually that's also why they did it because it's probably super cheap to animate he doesn't have to move around much uh what did you guys think of the differences between the comic and the show because in the comic you had an older kate pride transfer her psyche into her yeah. younger body this was like an actual time travel of a Bishop. of somebody, of, and like the X Men immediately just they kind of fight him, but they're like they bring him in immediately. I guess they saw the they, big X. They complete yeah. <laughs> everyone on this fucking show from the future wears X on their costumes. They're like, like wow, well, uh, it's, it's very fashionable. It'd be like if someone came back in time and is like, I've got Gucci, and you're like, oh well, cool, you're <laughs> my, you must be my friend. Yeah, it, that's what twenty. 55 is like, though. Oh Everyone's wearing X's. Yeah. Um, the complete abandonment of it, though, was so wild. They're like, it, we're not even going to explain it to you, Bishop. Just get in there. Yeah. <laughs> You'll learn it along the way. And spoilers, he doesn't learn it. <laughs> oh, He's oh, very yeah. confused. I love him arrives. walking down the street like, there's something I'm supposed to do. There's kids in the daytime? Do you want to play my game, Assassin? <laughs> and it's the Punisher. It's the Punisher on there. <laughs> Bish, that was hilarious. He's an uh, assassin. That was hilarious. I laughed so hard when he gets on the bus. I was like, he's taking the fucking bus. bus. And then everyone starts screaming and he starts driving it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so oh, weird. Yeah. And his game plan was so outrageous. It's like, I'm going to... <laughs> grab this bus go through the building hold on this this guy he seems a little wild and then he just drives a bus into the school <laughs> oh they had right to fight him on that they didn't they don't have any other security systems it's someone looking on camera going this doesn't look good <laughs> <laughs> then he slows down eventually and then they all go they gather to the boardroom and then um <laughs> professor Xavier says hey guys it could be any of us scott says it couldn't be Jean. <laughs> <laughs> no, and Jean's like, well, I have a no, dark past. No, no, no. She said, it could be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're like, bitch, do you know what you're going to do? Well, I honestly, when I originally watched it, I thought, oh, maybe they've already done Dark Phoenix and we haven't seen it. Because like Days of Future yeah. Past takes place after. It's yeah. like, oh, it's clearly referenced. I'm pretty sure that the writers were like, we don't know what's happening let's, in season yeah. two. Let's, Easter egg let's it. just Easter egg it's it. Just, yeah. really it's just her one. shopping addiction. I did addiction. not even notice that. Anytime I ever watched I was like, oh. You don't know what I've done, Scott. She's like, I love pills. Well, yeah. we'll find out next week what happens. Oh, let's just, before we forget, uh, Gambit is the quote-unquote X-Trader, according to Bishop, which was seated in the storylines in the comics in yeah. the 90s. Right. Love the idea that Bishop just sees Gambit. It's like, fuck that guy. Fuck you. That, you're, that is the most relatable character you right I now. I agree. No, yeah. I hate him. Uh, let's get on to the issues, which are our Woo. weekly recap of all things X. And this week we've got It's Axe Murdering Day. Yeah. Axe Death to Mutants number three. Axe Eternals number one. Immortal X-Men number seven. Axe. <laughs> I'll stop. It's an axe Legion, <laughs> Legion of X number six. And quick recaps of Axe. Iron Fist number one. Captain Marvel number 42. And Fantastic Four number 48. I bet you're wondering, wait a minute. I didn't hear Wolverine number 25 and X-Force number 32 in that. They came out this week, but we're saving our reviews for next because we got so many goddamn comics. Yeah. They really f- front-loaded this this week. They just gave us too much. 
too much. You could have not given us three of these. You're a crossover. <laughs> You're, a crossover. You're a crossover. Yeah. Everything's a they, crossover. I, yeah. it's, it is, you can tell the crossover is like, wrapping up because they're constantly just showing you the same five fucking things from eight people's perspective. This felt no. a little bit on the nose of too many crossovers. We were saying it was good, but it was a little <laughs> yeah, too many. I was, getting, I was getting burned out this yes. week, All for right. sure. Let's, let's review them But, but yes. I wanted to know whether the cat got a thumbs up or not. Oh, <laughs> I kind of like a that pa- issue. We'll talk about it. Immortal X-Men number seven, Karen Gillan and Lucas Wernock. Nightcrawler seeks a solution to the progenitor through positivity and teleporting. (laughs) Multiple, multiple suicides. (laughs) Yeah. He was just like real. Like, I just love the idea. It's like, he's live jettisoning me and like constantly just tearing out of eggs, teleporting, tearing out of eggs, He really just, I think he just like found out he could teleport at this point now. (laughs) He's like, wait, I have this power? He's like, amazing. this worked on the, the one you can't beat. I'll just do it to Destiny. I'll do it to Moira. I'll do it to everyone. Yeah, I'll go to I'll go to the Marauder and see magic there for some reason. <laughs> uh, She's just doing it. When this series started, you know, like we knew that every issue was going to have a different sort of point of view character from the Quiet Council. I was really hoping for a Nightcrawler point of view issue because I love him so much, even though we do have Legion of X, which we'll talk about. Mm. But my God, I just love the characterization. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was so perfectly curt nightcrawler as the happy warrior i think is the best that he comes in instead of being like mopey in any way so Agreed. when he's activated and when he has sinister as a contrast point oh my god to any of his moral views mm-hmm. i think that that makes him the most sharp and the most interesting uh you gotta crack a few eggs though am i right <laughs> That's a good, I'll kill you. He's, you got to crack Well, yeah. that's like him, like Jean Grey. I feel like is doing Axe is doing a real service to them because I agree that you know we're not getting as much Jean in X Men and like we had her like you know taking over the casino or game world or whatever, <laughs> and then you had Nightcrawler yeah, and Legion of It's like just fun to <laughs> to have them back, have them in leadership positions, have them in activating positions rather than like pontificating ones. That's true because he has been very quiet on the council. Ha ha ha! But like he, li- oh, he literally there. doesn't speak up at all. So so it's nice to he get inside. Disappears until he like wants to just like support his mother for no apparent yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. really come off poorly written. They really don't know how to approach that the situation. No. Do they? No, they don't. <laughs> well, I did like when he called um. He said evil stepmom to yeah yeah uh, to Destiny. <laughs> to yeah, that was really good. We well, got a sexy nightcrawler crawling out of an egg hot. nightly. Yes, but um, I'm just glad. <laughs> I went to Nightcrawler into my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he was spotlighted in a couple issues that we're not covering this week. But I'm just glad that he's getting spotlighted in general because um, such a great character. It, what I'm finding about, and it's obviously. If only there was more of him, Nightcrawlers, <laughs> coming this summer or whatever. Well, I was like, because, like, you know, we've. It's really the the benefit of the Hawks and Pox era, I think, especially compared to the Resurrection or whatever, is that so many of these characters are finally getting more time in the spotlight. Because even, you know. Someone like Wolverine's around a lot, but I feel like he's now usually playing second fiddle to a lot of people who are getting a lot more development and a lot more focus. Agreed. And, and it's better writers. Yeah. Better writers, better writing. Just makes mm-hmm. me a lot more happy. Yep. Um, Mags is dead. <gasps> Quiet no. Council wants to keep Still him dead. dead. What's Char- going to happen here? Damn it. Mr. Sinister is going to bring him back somehow, right? I mean, he, it was it was so heavily <laughs> foreshadowed. <laughs> heavily. It'll, it'll, it, it might yeah. be able to come back some other way, but not this way. I wonder, I, I think that uh, Charles is going to see the need to bring back Magneto, and Storm is going to be the main contrast point to stop him from doing that. Yeah. I would really, I, it's funny because it didn't, I didn't realize until I was reading, we'll talk about Legion of X, but it was like, oh, right, Mags is dead. 
he's got no thing. Like they could do it, but I like love the idea that real death is back in a way. Cause I'm yes. like, Oh wow. Him yes, being yes, off the yes. chessboard is a pretty big thing. Like what is that going to influence? <clears throat> well, Brent, to your point, if Charles does end up bringing him back, that would be create a nice contrast again between the two characters who have become allies in recent years. Yeah. Like it sets up another motivation for them to be enemies Why versus you the, this? you know, like the assimilation versus domination of mutants. So Mr. Sinister has this whole scene where he tries to activate his turtle. Uh, <laughs> I love that. And then fire machine guns into all the Moira, so ridiculous. the Moira things that aren't working. But for whatever reason, there's like an imp- improbability drive that's just stopping everything from happening. Do you guys think there's something that's actually meaningfully causing it, or is it more like a plot device stall? Uh, there could be luck-based sort of something going on. Um, I, I like that just his Surrey doesn't work. That feels relatable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we did get a, un, a deadly alliance between Orcus and Krakoa at the end of this. Yeah, it didn't seem like we needed to go to them. To, uh, I feel sad for Omega Sentinel. Just yeah, shoved to the back for this oh, piece because of Moira, shit. Character yeah. they had to, that's I know. a really good point. Just because Moira's like featured now, like Omega Sentinel doesn't get to do no, anything. No, she's not hanging out with her I robo. Love, I love Omega. Oh, I, oh. Oh, maybe there's a schism that'll happen in Orcus as a result of that. That could be kind of oh, cool. That could be fun. It yeah. does it does make me concerned because of how crazy they took Moira during uh Ten Lives Ten Deaths. Yes. That like now I am having a hard time getting an actual radar character because some Content writes her like a fucking nut job. Like obviously her taking over Mary Jane and then talking shit to Proteus. And then this one, she seems relatively well reserved and like thoughtful in her. Like she's still crazy. <laughs> it's but it's like she's like the you know the master manipulator behind the scenes versus like I'm a crazy bitch that's gonna skin my boyfriend ex boyfriend's face off. Uh, she's got multiple facets. I she guess does. like it's just it's, the many lives. I want Nim- I want Nimrod to get mad at her though and be like, when will you protect me? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, Nimrod's like, okay, now you're getting too crazy for me. Don't yeah. you see how cool I look? You <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Any other uh, immortal X Men? Uh, just a great issue. Great. Let's do X Death to Mutants. I hope not. Kieran Gillen and Guy Villanova, Star Fox, the new Eternal Prime, finds a loophole to ensure that the Eternals can attack the Progenitor. Meanwhile, Fastos reboots the world. Not the real world, silly. The computer machine thing. What? I only want to say that I love the cover and Emma Frost riding. <laughs> That eternal, like it's a fucking rodeo bull. <laughs> like like Bishop's yeah. about to walk into she, the room with that Western music. She is in uh, <laughs> a Doctor Strange Love, uh, but oh. is using a, a, oh, it's a great. eternal. Yeah, love the love. hex. Yeah. So I'm confused as to what happens in which one, because we also had I'll just speak on all X of number it. one. Yeah. Um, I liked the, not wait, what Manticore, but X Exodus and the... Um, uh, yeah, Sin. And the, the Sign. yeah the yeah. Sign, whatever Sign. Her, yeah. whatever her name is yeah uh, I think that was really great I the think hex, that was the this hex, issue yeah. Clark good answer yeah <laughs> you didn't mention it I don't know because they just had the like a heart beast, to heart yeah, yeah. like and, and she was trying to find just find some sort of romantic poem to write for uh, her l'amour de for her celestial lover yeah yes. not lover but yeah yeah that, pen that pal, was sexy pen pal that was clearly like a very great moment and I think they're setting themselves up to be like the ones who fucking come in and save the day. It better yeah. be. Some, yeah, I love that. These two little queers. Yeah, it's a like... great way of telling two characters, hey, we're on the same team though. Really. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the queers versus everyone, everyone else. else. Yeah. They did. They just want to write love poetry to yeah. their 
loves. Yeah. Well, and one's it, a corpse it's a cute from couple. I, a thousand uh, years wait, ago. you know French medieval poetry? I am a lesbian, so mm. <laughs> yeah. It does make me both excited and scared knowing that uh, these giant robot eternal killing machines could show up and should show up, honestly, in the MCU. Because over time, I'm like, oh, okay, they're giving them more character. They're naming them a lot. Like they're building them up. So I'm like, this is a easy plot line to pluck and throw into a you know yeah. two hour movie yeah um so i'm excited to to see it but i do worry that it, i hope it doesn't become like x-men or eternals transformers because that's also what some of it seems like where they just oh like, yeah beep, beep, blah, 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 and they're like i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> and you're just, if they just throw it in it'll be annoying <laughs> that's what happens in star wars all the right. time yeah. r2 is yeah. like and you're like, no, you sassy, uh, <laughs> you sassy little gay droid. Isn't it great that Fastos' solution is to unplug and plug, pull out the cartridge, blow uh, into yep, it, yeah. and then reset the cartridge? And he's like, I have no feelings. Yeah. yeah what do you, are you guys sad about the world? I've really enjoyed his uh, narration. No. Oh, really? I've enjoyed it. <laughs> yes, I've enjoyed it. Too. I am. I do. I like it. Wow. Why don't you like it, Clark? Well, I just didn't like the series before. That's fair enough. I, I, there's a lot I actually like about that voice and having read The Eternals before. Mm-hmm. There's so many linguistic things that are continue throughout, like calling Icarus the arrow, I think is just yeah. fabulous. Um, I just wish Emma was just featured a little bit more. That's my only real complaint. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, surprising. She's well, she busy had... destroying uh, downtown New York while <laughs> riding. <laughs> yeah. riding yeah. Yeah. Well, she set up the alliance with the Deviants. So there yeah. was that early on. But I, you're right. I would like to see more of her. I thought it was going to be Spotlight. Though. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about Axe Eternals number one, Kieran Gillen and Pasquale Ferry. Kieran Gillen's getting a lot of work. These I know, days. right? This motherfucker is <laughs> For the person who's the one in charge of doing what he wants to do with this case. But yeah, that's it, super it impressive to write this much con- like this much content. That I mean, that's I'm why he won't return our calls. This is how yeah, you right? do an event, though. You make one person in charge of it. Acquaintance of the pod, Kieran Gillen, <laughs> please return our Instagram <laughs> messages. <laughs> oh my god, future uh, victim of the pod. <laughs> the uh, the small team of Eternals, X Men, and Avengers continue to have a fantastic fantastic voyage inside the progenitor to stop it and ajax gets judged they're just having a little uh magic school bus ride <laughs> through the celestial yeah uh it's like that episode of rick and morty where he goes through the anatomy park yeah. anatomy park yeah the i like the art in this uh the only thing when this artist does stuff i'm always like it's like so it's so pretty and like it's almost a, like fluffy is a, a, a little uncanny valley for me. It is, but but like it just it's not the right approach for this. This, story. yeah, I, sort of yeah. I found myself a little bit lighter, but I do on enjoy this. the art. Yeah. I do like it. Uh, pa- I mean, Pascal Ferry has been doing work forever, totally. uh, and his art has sort of looked like this for a while. But he did the art for. Did you ever read Heroes for Hire in the late nineties? Yes, I did. He did the art for that, which was it was cartoony, but it was a little bit like more. Like I liked it, like more flat. Like the it didn't have the computer generated colors. Like it was much more of the he, traditional coloring. He did, yeah, that actually works better. And he did Fantastic Four for a bit too. And that and that looked good, especially with Susan like doing her like bubble powers. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the part that hits it because it feels like it's it's they're like animation stills as opposed to yeah, it's like very, that's it's so like it excels. It feels unfair finished and not in a bad way it's gorgeous art but like that's like there's something about it that makes me just wish there was a bit more detail to it only because it's like individual stop panels versus yeah. um what would be you know obviously amazing it's amazing art in general but i'm like i would i just saw that i'm like why why am i not hooking into this as much as i normally flip through other the people's art or something yeah. um i like ajax uh story in this i think yeah. it's pretty fun very I think, cool uh 
when someone's just like, you, we'll kill that person, and she immediately just obliterates <laughs> and him. And just starts just preemptively fucking, killing yeah, everyone. Yeah. Like, how many more? <laughs> and then the progenitor is like, you may have too much faith. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, all right. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's I don't know fun. how much there are. Any other, I mean, this is... Ragtag I, group. I've enjoyed the little like mini series of these number ones of like this mini team and them getting judged and having some character development, having some movement of the plot. Yeah. Um, it definitely, I'm glad the, it was just three of them because it was starting to be like, all right, come on. Like we got everybody tired of all the things. judging. Hopefully there's no more issues like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let's talk about Legion of X. Number six, Ice Spurrier and Raphael Pimentel. Um, the progenitor and Legion have a walk down memory lane to when Euros attacked and decimated Arako. What'd you guys think? Hmm. I, 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 <laughs> oh, uh, you I have so many it. pregnant pauses today. Clark. I know. I'm always like, what's he going to say? Uh, yeah. I, I, I just felt like I, literally I was reading a book from 40 years ago where, <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, like okay, okay. All right. All right. I, yes. I like it. Okay. I like these ideas. Um, it, I mean, it's a show, don't tell, but they're literally both showing and telling. Yeah. But it should have released much earlier than yeah, this, yeah. to get at yeah. the other stuff. I guess, but it had to happen before. I mean, right, after Magneto died. Yeah. And it just felt like this should have been a two-part story. Agreed. Yes. All the, the interesting stuff going on in the last, what, five, six issues, but um, no, stop but that But the earlier. skin jacker, Clark, they needed five issues about the skin jacker. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 this series was two weeks, to a month and a half behind, though, right? It was, yes. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why... But yeah, it definitely. I was like, oh, we've already done the Uranus. I was like, Uranus has been dealt with. Why are we bringing <laughs> it back? Dead. But then all the emotional stuff. Yeah, great. Uh, with yeah. with Legion and Magneto. Like, I mean, Magnus uh, clearly being a better dad than Charles yeah. is. Totally. Low fucking bar. And then like the uh, the you know the one data page is just it says Magneto is right. Well, it's all black, and then mm-hmm. the red letters. I was like, perfect. It was just, it, it got to me. It was like a yeah. real emotional I moment. love how in the last 20 years, it's gone so far that way that Magneto was right stuff was like kind of a joke when it was first. <laughs> when, when, yeah. And now it's for real. Wor- I mean, yeah, the yeah. world he's, has not evolved. I mean, he's stuff. a little bit more yeah. violent sometimes, but I think he cares more about people. Yeah. Magneto well, was right. Take your heart out and then electrocute yourself yeah. to stay alive. We, we got a lot more <laughs> Nightcrawler in this as well. Yeah. Isn't it so charming how Nightcrawler has one weird trick to get everyone to agree with whatever he's <laughs> doing? I'm going to disappear to the sky with you and I drop you to the ground. Amazing. He's going to do it Loved every time. It. This is a nice companion series to X-Men Red, actually, because mm-hmm. of all yep. the stuff that's happening with Rocco. Uh, I This was my favorite issue thus far of the series. For Agreed. sure. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It felt the most connected. And, I, and again, the right size writing specifically for, I'm not even that big of a Legion person, haven't tracked him really, but I, I agree with it. I was like, I was like, damn, this is a good ass issue. Like I was like really feeling the emotion, feeling the, like when he, when, you know, he's like, I trust you. That's why I'm telling you to stay. I was like, ah, I think I mean, that's the, that's why I didn't find it beautiful because it took, it wasn't happening concurrently. It wasn't happening. I wasn't feeling it because yeah. it was a story that someone was telling and I already knew. I time displaced myself. I was like, okay. You have to disassociate. I can't. I'm reading this thing. I'm not disassociating (laughs) from the stuff that's happening in front of me. Why couldn't Legion fix Magneto's heart? Because he doesn't have a brain. Uh, (laughs) Or courage. (laughs) Or Make him a god. Heels. Yeah, he needs heels. He's like, I'm going to the store gate. Hair gel. What are you talking about? <laughs> I still love all this Banshee stuff where they're like, this Great. guy sounds so like Banshee. Wacky. Who are you? And the Banshee's just like, I know somebody you should talk to. Poor, and you're like, what is this, this crap? To? Why is this here? Why is he here? Poor 
stupid banshee. <laughs> well, well, poor <laughs> stupid he looks... Sean O'Hara or whatever his name is. Sean Sean Casty. Sean O'Hara, <laughs> like Scarlett O'Hara. No, I like that he looks like a banshee from like actual like he legend. He does not look like a banshee at all. Reality. Banshees didn't have burning heads. They were also women. Uh, when I get done with that. No, they were like. <laughs> Sorry, you're saying that banshees weren't dressed as X-Men? You know what? Banshees are also guys, not real. You guys continue. I'm yeah, going to look up. Yeah. Instead of legend and myth. I know. I'm going to look up what real not banshees fire look women. like. Yeah. What not fire women. You, you sound say. like those All right, this is getting crazy. Himself. This is getting crazy. All right. Let's go into our last Short three. combo. We've got Axe, Iron Fist, Alyssa Wong, and Marika Cresta. Captain Marvel number 42, Kelly Thompson and Andrea DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Four number 48, David Popose and baby, Juan breathe. Cabal. Breathe. Now we got it. We got to yeah. go. Uh, is this is this Iron Fist queer? Cuz he's about to be. I read, <laughs> read it. I read it as that. I mean, I just I, I read the first it's, issue of the the mini series that he was in and I just didn't care. I was like, guys, could you just rub one out so you can get this mission? Uh, they're then? they're going to fuck. Cuz their chemistry was too much to the point where I was like, there Get was a it. lot of sexual tension going on. It's like yeah. when they when uh, a reality show has like a straight contestant and the gay best friend, and you're like, guys, I think you should just be gay. Just sex. Yeah. But I, I just, will. Just it happens sex. a lot. <laughs> but not knowing, I mean, I didn't follow Iron Fist anyway, but not knowing uh, the, you know, him, the new on the mantle, I was like, I was still very into the book specifically because of the sexual tension. I was like, I want to keep reading both of these. <laughs> Are they in a series together? Also, Alyssa Wong is a very good writer. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent stuff. It was good. It, uh, I was engaged the entire time. Yeah. What do you think about this flirk and pussy? Hmm. It was cute. That's it. That was cute. That's Captain it. Marvel. Yeah. Oof. Oof. You didn't like it. Well, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes you just gotta the settle cat, down, pay five dollars so- for a comic, and just be like, "What the fuck <laughs> am I reading?" I don't like that this cat is solving crimes. Uh, <laughs> it it's just wandering around well, and inadvertently discovers it, the root of the problem. And it only really has one solution to it. The I'm going to shove that down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is your solution to every problem, the too. Best, How dare you? The best part you of this. you get a thumbs up from some lady? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, was oh, my God. Your mom would be the progenitor, yeah, right? Like, was seeing so Gandalf you, like. the cat at the end holding Mjolnir. Oh, cutie. It's a good cat. Cutie, cutie, cutie. Uh, Fantastic Four is two-parter wrapped up. Uh, Boulette was like, what the fuck? And they were like, no, fuck you. And that was the end of the issue. You, you know what I like about this issue? They almost mentioned Judgment Day in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the progenitor was just there in the back, kind of just like. Why did I think this was like going to be four down. issues? I'm glad I it wasn't. Thank God. Because, because it's zero. the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I do we, think it's so funny that this is like ending this series and then like Ryan Knopf is taking over the next issue. It's like, it seems it's, a little. Strange. I Strange, think yeah. we all could have been Mr. Fantastic for this one and just waited in that room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done well, we did find out Aboulette is not Midas's daughter. Oh, my God. Hooray. Obliette. I know. I've been sitting on that secret Obliette. for 20 years. Obliette. 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 I have oh. no idea how to say it, obviously. You know what? <laughs> it's a tomato, tomato. Scenario. Oops. Yeah. What about uh, oops? Uh, I did like that uh, the password is Imperious Rex and like yes. just so yes. like the Reed wouldn't guess it. So silly. Yeah, yeah it's Storm's great. just great. I mean, not Storm. Uh, Sue, Sue is Sto- just Sue great. Storm. Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Yeah. I mean, as a two-part Storm. comic yeah. <laughs> combination, I think it's a very fun character highlight about why you would love any of these particular characters except for Reed. Well, no, I yeah. I mean, yeah, if I, Judgment Day That's aside, right. if I read, if I generally cared about Fantastic Four, which I feel like I never really do, I thought it was good, good, great writing, good comic. It just was sort of like to the whole point, I'm like these were cute, but like the 
anything that wasn't X related for Judgment Day or Eternals related, absolutely worthless. Like you could just uh-huh. tell, like they were sort of like, yeah. Well, the Avengers are kind of in it, so I kind of just like keep it <laughs> the up. Avengers didn't yeah. even matter either. I, yeah. I did like that issue though with Hawkeye. Yeah, with Avengers. I, I mean, they're all good. good. They're all really yeah. well yeah. done, but it was just sort of like, oh, this is the crossover yeah. shit that I don't like, where it's yeah. just like throwing yep. in some random shit. Yeah. Honestly, I like them all. I think they're fine. Like Little. every single issue. So far, I like all the extra stuff. Well, Brent, they texted me. They like you back, so you what? better call them. Brent would I, like something extra. No, no I, I don't, maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. We'll oh, see. that sound coming out of Brent is, you know what that means. <laughs> Kidney stones. Coming out of Brent. <laughs> As always, we like to wrap up with a little something called... Plug me, daddy. Plug me, daddy. Where each of us gets to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, or experienced, and wanted to share with you, our little homos. Who's got something to plug this week? There's only one thing I'm drinking right now, and it's a Negroni Spagliato. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, tell me more. It's a great drink. Uh huh. Uh, Saying Spagliato with Prosecco is like saying ATM machine. Uh-huh. The Spagliato is, it means broken, and it just means you fucked up your Negroni. Oh. So you're like, oh, instead of gin, I'm you using made it more bitter? sparkling wine. Like, oh. You don't want to date me. I'm Spagliato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't bottom tonight. <laughs> it's Spagliato down there. Oh, no. Oh, no. That does That's terrible. a terrible plot. Ah, this elevator Spagliato. We got to take the stairs. <laughs> offensive to a lot of people i don't know who i don't yeah some some subsect is really mad um okay so my plug for the week is i was very sick i don't recommend it but what i do recommend is medicine when, when you're on nyquil and just going in and out of consciousness oh, just yeah. I, I start, no yeah to, edging on consciousness yeah <laughs> so i started watching the reboot of remember that show in the early 2000s the mole yeah. yeah, it's now called yes. "Who Is the Mole," <laughs> oh. and I I was entertained. It's on Netflix. It's I a little bit more of a social experiment now, but um, it's kind of fun. To, um, they removed it, all the actual mole hunting. <laughs> yeah. How does it do without work. Anderson Cooper? Um, there's this. He was wo- on the original. Yeah, yeah he was. The yeah, original. he was the host. So oh. there's this woman that's doing her best Anderson yeah. Cooper impression though the entire time. So watch it for that alone. She she's like sucking dick in the bathroom. <laughs> she's, I was, she's, 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 she's a top. <laughs> I was confused by the original mole watching it because uh-huh. it sounded. Why? It's it, it was interesting to see, but it sounded like boring in person. They just have to like take a fucking test. It's, How many questions like did you get wrong? I know hard. exactly. Because they would like put up some of the questions. I love which that person, but it's kid. like twenty questions, and it could be anything. So they're like, "Does the mole have a sister?" So and yeah. you're like, "I don't know." In the challenge, yeah. did the mole take out this amount of money or that amount? And like you, you basically just have to find the person. I liked it though because one of the top three people was like first gay exposure. His like best friend was on it. Like they when they did the family. Good and I'm friends. like, this dude is so fucking gay. And Love then it. Kathy Griffin was celebrity That's mole right. at one point. <laughs> oh my God. I fun. wonder if she's important for this show. <laughs> uh, uh, give it a watch. It's fun. I can go. I was going to do Hellraiser. It's a great movie. The new one. It's a pretty fun. It's very cool. I would really watch it. Very Yeah. Very it's queer. Gay. It's a movie or it's a TV show? It's, movie. it's a movie. It's also going to be a TV show. And ah, it's got some yeah. good representation too because it does have gay people and they are boring, by gay yes. people. boring and not fun. They're very hot though. Very Adam, relatable. Adam, do you like it because it's about people playing games or 
Yeah, you like it. Yeah, I like high and dry. It's like one game where you get stabbed um, in the handle. But that was gonna be my plug. <laughs> but because we just watched it right before we recorded this, my fucking plug is go watch Megan the. Tra- the trailer for Megan the movie yes. now. It looks like the dumbest fucking thing. If you liked Malignant, this is even fucking stupider, I think. If you're so. only going to do one thing this year, go and watch the trailer, trailer for, for Megan, yeah. which is coming out in January. Uh, All right, other plugs, more plugs. What's your plug? What's yours? Oh, uh, I got off. a lot of merch at uh, at uh, New York Comic Con, yeah. including a print by Rod Rice uh, from New Mutants. Got it signed by him. Gorgeous. I got... Um, He's good. I got... Uh, Art Adams, who was one of my favorite artists growing up, his cover of Classic X-Men number one. Awesome. Uh, it's so beautiful. And then I got these gay-ass fucking coasters, uh, which one has um, uh, Ursula saying, uh, don't make, don't let them take up your voice, say gay. These were from wor- the workroom, I think, which yeah. was like, a, they had a booth there. W-E-R-K? Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, yeah. it was like a queer-themed, like, coasters, pictures. I'm sure they have a really great website. The, they were so fucking cool. The only gay coaster I care about is Adam through his career. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, the other ones I got, I got uh, Raja, you know, did somebody call for an icon. Um, we got, and then I got a very gay Spider-Man and Iron, uh, Iron Man and a very gay Cyclops and Wolverine. I don't know how you know that's Iron Man. Look at the fucking... No, it's... Let yeah, me see the it's a play. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Look at me. Put them online. You tell well, us. We'll take a photo. I will say one thing I'm going to say to yeah. pull the plug on, because mm-hmm. we saw it a lot, was a lot of couples were dressed as Shaggy and Velma together. <laughs> it was just like... I did, Did yes. you read the fucking news, bitch? I, I mean, know. they did date in, in that one Yeah, uh, there you go. Series. Wouldn't you be annoyed, though, if you had prepared a costume of Shaggy <laughs> and Velma, <laughs> and then Velma is now canonically... <laughs> well, no, she, you'd they, find they a girlfriend and bring her. The two Velmas start making out. Everyone keeps saying she's a lesbian, but she's Who's the person that said that? That's yeah. true. She could be that clip of someone getting up from a table and just going over and saying, you're bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, mine it's is, the so one of my favorite actresses of all time was uh, Angela Lansbury. Aww. And so my m- multiple friends had to message me about it <laughs> earlier today, earlier this week. So I had to watch... Um, had to watch Bed, Dogs, and Broomsticks for the <laughs> oh, 400th time. Such a kid movie. It's Isn't fucking it? strange. Which it which is. fighting Nazis with old pieces of armor? Um, <laughs> the one thing I'm not gonna say. Watch that. It's it's fun. Watch it though. But um, watch the original Manchurian Candidate. So good from 1962. It, her performance. I'm not gonna say much about it. Is my favorite movie role of all time. Wow. It's just a wild character. Do not watch the fucking new one it's where bad. it's basically just weirdly anti-Hillary oh Clinton yeah. without actually being anti-Hillary Clinton. It was bizarre. Yeah, it definitely came out in that sort of 2000s zeitgeist. Denzel Washington yeah. was in it, right? Yeah. Denzel Washington, oh, piece of shit Liam, movie. Lee yeah. Schreiber. Wasn't Meryl Streep? Meryl though? Streep played this role, and Meryl Streep just shat all over awful. it. Was it awful. wasn't great, and I love it. Anyways, Meryl watch Streep. the original one. It's fantastic. Yeah. It, 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 it's a movie that's not quotable. It is quotable, but I have so many weird fucked up quotes from it yeah. that I keep... But Man, anyways, get your Aryan over here. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's get your Aryan over here. That's been our episode. <laughs> I'm I'm not letting that go further. We're uh, rating reviews if you like us. Whatever. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Homosphere X, where we have lots of stuff. Also Instagram Homosphere Podcast, where we have other stuff. <laughs> it's so all fun. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've at Homo Superior, the home of Angela Lansbury fandom. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Spooky. Bye.